The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is Arjo Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Friday, September 25th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you enjoyed Thursday night football. I'll be honest with you and tell you that I'm actually recording this before TNF, so you're just going to have to take my word for it because I know that our episodes post after the Thursday night football game, but I'm going to predict the future and tell you that the Jacksonville Jaguars won by 13 points. I'm taking Gardner Minshew, so that is that. Let's roll. Let's dance. Let's have a good time. But it is Friday, which means it is the last time that you and I will chat before the Cowboys visit the Seattle Seahawks this Sunday. Also, because it's Friday, you will have a new episode of Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray coming your way later on today. Also, because it's Friday, that means tomorrow is Saturday, which means you will have a new episode of Cowboys Oi with Mauricio Rodriguez, an entirely Spanish-spoken show that we do here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on all major podcast platforms. Leave a rating, write a review, and we will love you forever and ever. But finally, the last thing, because it's Friday, yesterday was Thursday. Uh, and so the Thursday practice report for the Dallas Cowboys is out. Let's discuss. First things first, Chidibe Wuze, who has the hamstring issue we found out earlier in the week that he would miss a couple of weeks remember a contract year for Cheeto listed as a non-participant in practice I want to come back to that in a second but next Trayvon Diggs their star hopefully rookie cornerback for the Cowboys who we found out has a shoulder issue Mike McCarthy said it was a result of the Falcons game was a full participant in practice NFL Network Ian Rappaport had a positive tweet so that does feel like it's moving in the right direction so fingers crossed that that keeps on uh, you know keeps on keeping you know what we wanted to keep on keeping but anyway uh, Demarcus Lawrence uh, who did not practice on Wednesday because his wife was in labor and we send our best wishes to the Lawrence family was listed as a non-participant in practice as well for Thursday remember that he has a knee issue that also came as a result of the Falcons game so that is something that bears watching as does the status of Tyron Smith obviously the star actual star left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys Tyron did not play against the Atlanta Falcons as you very well clearly know he did not practice on Thursday himself he has not practiced this week 
So obviously it makes sense to hold your breath. We will see what happens. I know that Brandon Knight has gotten a lot of love. Um, so maybe there's a level of trust there, but obviously if you can have Tyron Smith, you would prefer to have Tyron Smith, but whatever happens, whatever the case is, we'll have you covered, of course, on all of our shows here on the Blog of the Boys Podcast Network and at blogoftheboys.com. By the way, we will have a brand new video dropping on the Blog of the Boys YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe there. I said that I wanted to come back to Chidabe Awuze now. Um, it's obvious because Mike McCarthy said that he was going to miss a few weeks and because of the way that injured reserve works in 2020 due to COVID-19 protocols, it makes sense that Chidabe Uze would ultimately end up on injured reserve. However, that had not, or at least at the time that I am recording this, has not officially happened. However, the DallasCowboys.com Twitter account tweeted out a video, um, and obviously it's at DallasCowboys.com. You can watch it there. I believe that the video is on their official YouTube channel as well, but you can for sure watch what I'm about to talk about at DallasCowboys.com. Stephen Jones did an interview where he talked about a variety of things. Obviously, he talked about the win over Atlanta and Mike McCarthy and analytics and going forward, etc. He talked about the state of the secondary, and Stephen Jones said in there that they did place Chidabe Awuze on the designated to return injured reserve list. Obviously, you don't have to uh, be used to once upon a time, but you no longer have to, when you place a guy on injured reserve, designate him as the person that is going to return. And what's you know even more is in 2020, an unlimited number of players can return from injured reserve. Uh, but the point is, Stephen Jones said that that happened, which obviously means that it is either official and hasn't totally come out yet or is going to happen at one point or another but again you can check that out at dallascowboys.com which means the cowboys now have cheeto on injured reserve and anthony brown on injured reserve their cornerback group is yikes and i know that we all think and believe that brandon carr is going to be playing more safety than anything for the cowboys in 2020 whenever he finally sees some serious snaps but you have to wonder if you know due to the injuries to the cornerback spot specifically if brandon carr is not going to play his old spot with the cowboys i think we all have a level of faith in trade on Diggs. Obviously, Jordan Lewis didn't have his best performance ever in his 2020 debut. Daryl Worley has had moments, uh, but, uh, you know, right now the Cowboys just need warm bodies, really, uh, which is not a great thing to say in a week that you are going to have to take on Russell Wilson. And speaking of Russell Wilson, I want to mention one other thing, and it was what Mike McCarthy, uh, one of the things Mike McCarthy said in his Thursday press conference, you know, for so long, Teams that have played really great quarterbacks have talked about, you know, wanting to uh, stifle the run game and wanting to dominate time possession, wanting to control the clock, wanting to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, you know, that has worked out sometimes. I, I think that, you know, we've seen teams that dominate the clock and dominate time possession and whatever. We've seen them win. We've seen that strategy work. To say that strategy works 0% of the time would be an outright lie. And that wouldn't be fair. However, you know, I think we're seeing different trends and different ways of thought and, and different ways of doing things that we're, you know, at least I know I'm a fan of, and I think a lot of people are a fan of, and we were led to believe that that's who Mike McCarthy is. And I've talked before, I know we mentioned with Thursday's guest, ESPN's Mina Kimes, the going for two thing uh, from Mike McCarthy is somewhat, hopefully, potentially, maybe in our wildest dreams, emblematic of somebody who uh, does recognize these thoughts and these principles and these ways of, of thinking and, and whatnot. But uh, anyway, Mike McCarthy was asked about Russell Wilson and, and obviously playing at a high level, and he said he doesn't want to run the clock. That's not what he wants to do. He doesn't want to just dominate time possession. He wants to score. He said he wants to score as much as possible, and this 
I believe and I think you believe is the proper way of approaching the situation and approaching what is going to happen on Sunday. I think I said this, you know, after the Mina Kimes interview, I think this could turn into a Russ Dak shootout. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think it would be very stressful, but I think that that's, that's the best way that the Cowboys, that, that's the best opportunity the Cowboys have to win this game because you have an elite quarterback, you have an elite offense, you have elite pass catching options lean into that. And and I know it's scary. I know it's unconventional, but that is truly the best chance that the Cowboys have to win. That being said, I am picking the Seahawks. I've said it all week long. I'm picking the Seahawks to win this game. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll obviously discuss it on Monday when you and I meet again. There will be a new episode of Girls Talking Boys later on today on the Blog of the Boys podcast feed and a new episode of Cowboys Oi for you tomorrow morning. So that about does it for our week of action here on the Ocho. I hope you uh, I hope you got some, some great plans in store for the weekend, and I hope you have a great experience watching the Cowboys game on Sunday. I hope it's the result that we all want. But more than all of that, I want to say that I hope you have the absolute best Friday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.